and welcome to the show. I want to add that in. Hi, I'm Anthony. Hi, I'm Adam. And I own the domain either you like bacon or you're wrong.com. I happen to own the domain minimalistpolarbear.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are we going to talk about today, Anthony? We're going to talk about lifestyle business. We got into a little bit in the first episode, but I think we want to dig in a little bit more as to why it's super important, why we're pursuing lifestyle businesses, and maybe help you get an idea of whether or not it's a good idea for you. Yeah, totally. I love that. I think what we're going to do is kind of give you our perspectives on things and be very open and honest about like what's hard for us, what's easy for us, why we chose this kind of path, and hope that hopefully gives you an idea of um, if it's something that you want to pursue or not. Yeah. So why don't we just dig in? So from a high level, Adam, why don't you just share your idea of what a lifestyle business is? Yeah. So for me, a lifestyle business is simply a business that provides me with the, with the lifestyle that I want. Like as easy as I can say it. Although I am including like the word and defi- definition of the word. I was which just going to say, yeah. my third grade teacher said to not do that. Whatever. Your third grade teacher's not here. <laughs> True story. Um, so yeah, I would say it's, it's all about finding that business that gives you kind of the lifestyle is the easiest way to put it that you want. So for me, that would be a basic level of income and the ability to do um, fun, bigger things down the road. Basically allow me to have a stable set of income so that I can do, you know, pursue really like my bigger dreams, I would say more than anything else. How about for you? Totally. I have a very similar definition in terms of uh, specifically, I want a business, an income generating thing. Mm -hmm. And income is, is the long game. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I'm doing it for more reasons than that, but, um, I want to have an income producing thing that I can do from anywhere. So that's one qualifier. Yep. You're more specific than I am. Yep. I want to, I want to be able to do it from anywhere and I want it to make enough money in order to pay our basic living expenses sure. and kind of just cover our lifestyle. It doesn't need to be extravagant, but I want to have the flexibility to go wherever. So that generally means like, well, I can't ship things from a house i'd have to totally drop drop ship or yeah you know like just some of those qualifiers or or what makes it a lifestyle business for me and i would say like we probably both bend to more the online businesses to some extent right right yeah totally i don't think we'll ever probably do any drop shipping probably not maybe who knows maybe you know i did get into the the e-commerce like online sales space back in 2010 and it was a living room full of products and (laughs) a living room became a warehouse and we realized that if we were going to be shipping stuff out, it means you had to be there. It, yeah. mean, it means you had to, to actually do this. So for me, info products, like things that are infinitely scalable, yep. a website is online usually 24 hours per day, and it's available all the time. So it's working when you're sleeping. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much the same. Although I did just talk to one of my friends who we graduated college together, and he uh, does, his name's Trent Anderson. He does some stuff with Alibaba where he wholesales and then ships it to Amazon's warehousing and he makes a couple hundred bucks a day doing that. And I'm yeah. like, what? So there might be, who knows, maybe later there might be some potential for me throwing some stuff in there. There's always going to be variants on the theme that yeah. are going to work. Totally. And so all of it is really deciding. You can have a at-home shipping deal and it's still a lifestyle business because it gives you the lifestyle you want. Yep. That's the crazy thing. This is like people are diff- different people are going to define this in different ways. Totally. But, you know, we're just kind of looking at the overall perspective here. Yeah. So a business that gives you the lifestyle that, that you, you want. want. It's a lifestyle business. Oh, exactly. man. Exactly. They're great teachers right now. So why are you doing it? 
I'm doing it because ultimately I want, um, ultimately I want to help change the world in some way, shape or form, like impact the world, change the world, something. Right. And so for me, it's all about building up and doing, um, a company that one, I care about and I'm passionate about to some extent, but giving me the ability to be able to do that in the long run. Like that's really what it's about for me. Why are you doing it? For me, it is because I want to share a lot of the ideas that mm. I have about this because I, I have to feel like if I'm going through this thing where I'm trying to live more intentionally, like my, my project Break the Twitch, I'm, I'm trying to live a better life, be a better human, as some people say, sure. there have got to be other people that could learn from what I'm doing. Yep. And so I really do think that we need to connect as people. We need to, to kind of be together outside of the digital space. Sure. And it's funny to be doing that through a digital space in order to communicate that message. But sure. But at the same time, it feels like the right thing. Well, did you, so when you asked me why are you choosing it, did you mean choosing like to do the podcast? Is that what you're asking? No, I meant like a lifestyle business. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. So essentially, oh yeah, that was my answer for like why I'm doing a lifestyle business. Got it. Uh, but the selfish side or like the me, us, my family side of that is, uh, is that I want to be available. Sure. And I've realized that I had this huge epiphany that Availability largely is a privilege of the, the young. Yeah. <laughs> if you can if you if you can remember when you're in third grade and you walk over to your friend's house down the street, you knock on the door and you're like, hey, hey, can Adam come out to play? And and you know, Adam's mom is like, Yeah, he's here. <laughs> Get about the house. What else is he doing? Yeah, you know? yeah. And then you go and you play for five hours. Yeah. And I feel like as an adult that's lost. And totally. While people think, no, I need to hustle, I got to work and, and, and do all this stuff and we stay so busy, I think we can actually be more profitable, make more money by creating availability and creativity in our lives. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think to, to echo that, for me, it's, I don't, I'm not the normal nine to five kind of person. Like I've never have been. And that's so hard for me to be able to like go into an office and work nine to five. Like it's just not my personality. Yeah. And I'd say you're probably the same way. Yep. Yeah. And so like for me, it's about, I would say similarity in the availability too. Like I've even noticed, I worked at a startup for three years where I worked 80 hour weeks, was there from 8 a.m. till 2 a.m. Like multiple times. And so even going through that and being like, why am I doing this? Why am I killing myself for this? For not even my dream Right. to going to, oh, I can do this and do it for my dream now. Like, Okay. So what are the pros and cons? Like there's got to be downsides to this, right? <laughs> we were, when we were building this list, I mean, we, we were like, why is the cons more than the pros? Why are there more cons and easier cons to think, <laughs> think of, of yeah. than pros? Uh, I think that's partly because it's, it's not easy. Like it's, it's just not. Yeah. A anything worthwhile though. Right. Yeah. I, I, I also hate that, but yes, yeah. all at the same time. Yeah. But yeah. But so, I mean, some cons that we came up with, um, you're relatively attached to the business, right? Like you have to have, you have to be there. If you don't do something, then the business doesn't make money ultimately. I think in the long term, you can set it up so you have automated systems, you have things in place, but holy cow, if you're a blogger and your mug is on that yeah. website, like that's you. You're, yeah. you're selling you and if you step away, it's going to totally change the dynamic. Totally. So you're relatively attached to most lifestyle businesses yes. a lot of the time. Well, and even like some of the more automated ones, like you still have to check in. Like you can't just completely step away from it and be like, oh, cool. It's much money in the bank. Like. Yep. It just doesn't exist. For sure. So even the passive income, as people talk about, that's just not. Buzzword alert. It's a buzzword. <laughs> buzzword alert. We now have a buzzword alert. 
on our show. That's going to be a thing. Oh, cool. All right. Um, What's next? Less possibility of a liquidity event. Okay, bro. What does that even mean? (laughs) So with a lifestyle business, you're going for like, you know, several thousand dollars a month of income, even up to maybe $10,000 a month of income. Hey, hey. (laughs) But as soon as you get past that, it starts becoming... I feel like this is my personal opinion, okay. but as soon as you get past a certain income level, it feels like you lose scope of why you're doing it in the first place. That's fair. That's right? fair. So you hit the income, you're, you you have established the life that you want, and now you're just chasing. You're chasing dollars. Sure. So to me, a lifestyle business is really about building business that provides for your lifestyle, and you, you probably aren't going to sell it for $30 million. So Okay, so hold on. Let's let's talk about this for a second. So, like, you're a minimalist, right? And But you also know, like, in general, when you have more money, you spend more money. And when you spend more money, you want more things. And when you want more things, you have to have more money to spend more money on, right? And yeah. so, like, I feel like there's this perpetual, like, hamster wheel, if you will, that continues on where, like, what what makes it so that that can actually exist? Like that ideal that you have of like you know maybe you limit your money at five thousand dollars or whatever. Like yes. how what, how does that work? Yeah, well that's that's the epitome of the question. Uh, the answer to that is you have more by wanting less. Yeah, and I don't know that there's just like a oh just do this thing and then you'll get there. Mm-hmm. But in terms of that, you got to know, uh, man. Seth Godin, he was on the Tim Ferriss podcast. So good. I, I really didn't read that much of Seth's stuff. You didn't? No. I, know. I have like all of his books. I know. I it's should, I wish it's fair. shameful. Yes. But um, but basically, listening to Seth Godin, he said, once you have your basic housing and you have some yeah. food to eat, everything else is an exchange, a sacrifice. You are, every dollar you earn above that amount, you're trading something else for it. And you have to decide what it is that you want to trade for how much. And so thinking it, think of it from that perspective, once you have the lifestyle that you have, you can chase it forever. Yeah. Right? Like you can have a hundred million dollars. I mean, you know, there's two different schools of thought on it. There are more than two probably, but look at Elon Musk, right? He, he dumped $300 million into a company that essentially failed <laughs> and he was one launch away from complete broke. Yeah. And... He gave up a lifetime of money, 10 lifetimes of money to, to continue. Yeah. And so that's important, but I think that's very different from, like, he's trying to change the world. We're trying to he's change not, our lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're yeah. trying to change our lives, create availability yes. in order to do work that matters and yes. in order to do work that, that does. Well, and that we care about too. Like, yes. I think that's important is like, we want to do work that matters, but also stuff that we're passionate about. Exactly. So I guess the point in terms of a personal blog or if you're doing something that is really directly tied to your personality, it's going to be hard to sell. Yeah. And and so like the pro blogger guy, what is his name? Darren Rouse. There it is. Like I think that I've, I've heard him talk about like having an issue with this at one point in time, which is really interesting, right? Like the fact that your business is so tied to who you are that you can't sell your own business. Like, huh? Hmm. I don't know if I want to be that tied to it. Is that ideal? Yeah. It sounds like you have a, a... a different kind of like goal with that in terms of your potential business like well like for me personally i would never well i shouldn't say that 
I would probably enjoy that to some extent, like having a business that's around that, but I wouldn't want that to be my main source of income by any means. It's kind of scary, actually. Totally. Yeah. Especially it, if you have a family, right? And your family depends on the income from the thing that you run and only you can run. Yes. That would mm. be... Mm-mm, mm-mm, I don't like it. So that's a con. That's a con. I actually see that as a con. I do too. What's um, next? If you stop working, it also stops. I think that, <laughs> I think that is the same point. Um, and then there's just stress, right? Like, yeah, there's no health insurance with life cell business. Yeah. And I have a massive hole in my chest right now and I need health insurance. <laughs> yeah. And, and so that's like a major con. Totally. I, I mean, I think that's probably for me, for me right now, having been like two months into this, cause you were a little bit longer than I have, right? February. Yeah. Mine's like end of March. And to, for context, it's June right now. So. Yeah. So like I've been, in, I've been in this game for probably like two months, like fully living off of savings, like I feel that stress in a very big way for me personally, like whole crap. <laughs> like no money is coming in the bank. Money is leaving. No money is going in. And for, for new listeners, I want to provide some context. Uh, literally, Adam has a hole in his chest right now. Oh, sorry. Yes, that I is, do. That is a literal yes. thing. I had a... Do we need one to go into this? Yep. Okay. Keep it brief. brief. Got to explain so it. So I had a, a, a lump that was removed on my chest uh, it's been there for a little while. They removed it and there you go. So that, but we, I'll find out tomorrow actually what it is. Okay. We'll include so, that in the next episode. <laughs> that'll be in the next episode. Yeah. Number three. Uh, but at least there's context now. Yes. Work-life balance. Totally. And I think this is something that it's, I think it's a pro and a con, like kind of mixed in there. So like a con, because we're describing cons right now is like I know for me at least I'll be up till two o'clock in the morning working on a project one time and I think you're the kind of the same way right like it's just yep. you can get really really consumed in things that creative flow once yes. it gets going you just yes and you can't stop it like well you I try not to stop it because if I do I'm screwed yeah, yeah. you want you want to be in yes that, right yeah that's actually what my tattoo is creative flow oh I didn't know that what's yeah. your tattoo for our listeners sorry guys so my tattoo is, is essentially a right triangle uh it, like amplifying upwards um, and so it, it, it's the process of you dig in and it takes time, but once you get there, the creative flow, it builds. Got it. Right. That's cool. I like so, that. Yeah. So it's my only tattoo. Um, so yeah, that's a super relevant thing. Super important. Totally. When you're in that. And here's the cool thing. Uh, now that we're switching over to pros, cause you said it's, it's, it a, is. You know, yeah. the, the work-life balance. I think if you can run a lifestyle business, you have the freedom and flexibility to work when you work best. Yes, this is true. Holy crap. This is true, which has honestly revolutionized the way I work in general. Because I don't work, like, (laughs) I am not a morning person to save my life. I never will be. Like, it's just not, I'm not built like that. I am built for nights. Mm -hmm. 9 p.m. till like 2 a.m., best work done. Yep, same here. Best work done. Same here. It's probably when all these podcasts will be recorded. That's probably when these are going to be recorded. It's 9.30 at night right now. So There you go. Yep. Uh, so, controller work-life balance. It's a pro and a con. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, yep. So, and then I, I think in terms of business in general, mm-hmm. especially one that you're running largely by yourself at first, there is a lot of correlation over the work you put in and the reward you get. Totally. There's no other person that you can be like, oh, well, this person didn't pull their weight. Totally. So. And I think that has a, like, I think you'll probably see, well, maybe, I don't know. I think you might see a lot of our, when we do the fail, fail segments, like, I think you'll probably see a correlation there too, where there was an effort that we maybe didn't do or something like that. At least you'll probably see that from mine. I don't know about from yours. I'm sure. Yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, you know, we're all going to have these things that, 
we're going to try to do and will fail to do. And I hope more so, speaking of fails, that my fails going forward are more not failures of not doing something, but doing something and failing at it. Yes, agreed. And and distinguishing between the two. Yeah, and we probably should distinguish between the two when we do them. Yes. Yeah. So, um, So other perks. 24 hours of potential income. And if you build online... You're just pumping money out where you sleep. Online never sleeps. I, mean, I think that's awesome. It is awesome. That's a high benefit. I mean, that's been, uh, you know, this goes back to infomercials of the late 90s talking about websites. Totally. But it's real. Yes. At least I've been told. Well, well, right. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, in my e-commerce experience, I, you know, sales happen all the time. Yeah. So, so that's a great thing. It's and awesome. You can be sleeping and making money. Um, and you don't have five days a week of income. You have seven. Yeah. Well, and, and to tie into that, like you control how much you make, right? So like maybe you have an e-commerce website that runs 24-7. You produce another product. You can increase your you know, increase your uh, revenue every month, right? Exactly. So like you control how much you make, whether that's a product that you produce or a service that you do or whatever. Now, there is some limitation on like your hours of services and that type of thing. And I think that's probably why we probably bend more towards like info products and things that are scalable scalability yes over like yes. just our time although i do enjoy consulting i'm not gonna lie i do as well but that point is i think another podcast episode totally in full in terms of um why selling time is a good thing and why it's a bad thing yes and why a infinitely scalable product is a great thing and why it can be a bad thing too yeah so maybe that'll be the next episode yeah um but uh so 24 hours of potential income scalable you control how much you make and you design it's yours you kind of own something which honestly is probably the biggest thing for me is i'm a maker like that's what i love to do that's what i'm passionate about right and so like being able to say i built this this is like i'm proud of it all the things that i built i'm proud of in some way shape or form and i'm like yeah i built that something i did and i think that's a huge if we're for you know um, Maslow's pyramid, right? Like <laughs> self-actualization. Like that's huge for me. Like I think at least. Yeah, that's a, that's a big thing, and just being proud of making something yeah. and sharing ideas, being vulnerable, putting yourself out there. It's hard to do. Yeah, and it's not every for everybody. It's not for everybody. And like we're failing, I would say, like we're failing in public to some extent. Like we're in. When you fail and it's just you, there's no one else to blame. It is it is your it's, head. I'm talking to you, blame. baby. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, you know, just that that idea of public accountability. Yeah, and it's so funny that if you if you step into an entrepreneur space, you go to Coco, which is a, a co working um, space, space yeah. in in downtown Minneapolis and all around actually now. Um, you're just surrounded by people who are making stuff and creating stuff and building websites. It seems like everyone's got a blog and it's easy to get sucked into this idea that like, Oh, everyone's doing this. Totally. But everyone is not doing this. Totally. This is yeah. not a, a thing that everyone is doing and, and you can do this listener. You, yes. You can do this 100%. Yes. Hopefully we didn't, hopefully from what we said, we didn't completely discourage you. But like, and I think there's, for us, at the end of the day, the pros highly outweigh the cons. Would you agree? I would agree. In fact, I'm going to add, I'm going to add a pro. Bro, you can start working on this right now. Yes, you can, listener. You can start. You can start working on this right now. Whether you have a job, yes. Whether you don't have a job, you know, it costs about ten bucks for a domain, and it costs about three bucks a month for hosting. So it really is quite affordable. Totally. To make it work. Yeah, I mean, what we both started kind of our side gigs while we were working too. Yes. Like, I did I did a blog in college that I made off money off of. My first online business when I was 14 and it was 
I uh, I did it when I was fourteen. Like, and I had I was in school at that time. I was in high school. I think you could totally do it for sure. Yeah. So this is accessible. Totally. There's a ton of great tutorials on on how to start a blog, and I think with for lifestyle business, can we agree that probably starting a blog or a website is a great place to just kind of start feeling it out? Yes, completely agree. And hey, you know what? If you have ideas or want to talk to one of us, I mean, I'm willing to take it. Take questions or whatever. Find me on Twitter. We'll put it in the show notes. Yep, sounds good. It's time for fail, 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 fail. Oh. But but really, it's fail, fail, fail. Fail, fail, fail. Because why do why is there a third fail? It's well, dumb. here's the thing: we screwed up. We were dumb. <laughs> in the, in the, hindsight, <laughs> hindsight is twenty twenty for sure. We're recording the second episode right now, and we realized that because of the whole lifestyle concept of being available, we might not actually be here in the same city to record the the, the podcast every week. Yes. So we're going to need to sometimes batch record podcasts. Yes. Which means that if we set a goal for the next week, we're not going to be able to actually do it sometimes. Yes. So the great example is the first episode that we just recorded, we literally just recorded about an hour ago. And so we said a week, but it hasn't been a week. It's been an hour. So yep. that's been our, that was our fail. So that was our joint failure. And what are we going to do about it? Not do that. We're going to not do that anymore. <laughs> So we're going to just talk about how we failed and what we're doing without a particular timeline just so that we can share our learnings yes. and experiences. But we will come back to those things at some point in time in the future and discuss them. Indeed. Indeed. And, and we will follow up to make sure that we're accountable. Basically what that means is I will hunt him down and make sure that he <laughs> publishes his thousand words. True story. All right. So what was your fail, Anthony? So my fail is this. I run a website about living intentionally <laughs> and... My origin story from this website is about how I blew like $12,000 over four years on Amazon.com on meaningless small purchases. And so I'm kind of in this space where I shouldn't be impulsively buying things on Amazon. And I had the this fact idea. that you still have an Amazon account blows uh, my mind, side note. So here's the thing. I actually have, I'm added on the account. To your wife? The Prime account. Nope. Of oh. like a, a relative. Okay. So... I don't even have our, we don't even have our own prime account. Okay. But it's just, it's there. Yeah. So I got a graphics tablet so that I, cause I got this genius idea that I'm looking back and I'm like, mm, I don't know if I can make this work, but I got this idea that I could animate my YouTube videos and add this whole element that'd be really interesting and stuff. But in reality, you know, I, I, I think I'm, I'm going to, but it probably was not maybe the best. So wait. <laughs> Let's just talk about this for a second. The minimalist who like I remember you doing like the throwing away stuff or whatever. Not throwing away, giving oh, yeah. away. Giving away, donating, yeah, recycling, yeah, yeah. trashing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you did that like every day for like a month, right? Yeah, we did it twice. You did twice. <laughs> we got over rid of over a thousand things. And each. and you just purchased something. Yep. That you have no clear direction on how you're gonna use it other than your YouTube videos. Am I wrong? What I just said? I would say that's an accurate statement. Okay. So then should I hold you accountable in this of actually doing it? Is that fair? Yes. So okay. that is the accountability I need from you. And the accountability that I now have for my wife is that I need written... Permission. Permission. For anything you want to run Amazon. With a signed form <laughs> for any future purchases. Because the thing is, it's, it's, it's funny because for me, I at this point in my life, I've gotten to where I only want to buy things that help me make things. Okay? Yeah. And I've, I've understood this idea and i'm really sorry listener for you know we're going, we're going in on this i'm gonna cut it short here but i want to buy stuff that helped me make things so everything i buy at this point 
forward is is just something that helps me make something better. And that's a camera, that's like video gear, that's anything. And those will ideally become income producing things. So I do see it as a good investment in the long run. But right now it's like, hmm. It's iffy. It's iffy. Well, let's hopefully we can turn that. Yep. Turn that fail into success. Exactly. All right. So that's the goal. I'm going to I'm gonna animate a YouTube video with this this pad. Oh, now it's my fail. Yeah. Oh, it's your turn, Adam. Rough. Sorry. All right. Man. So this one is is deeply personal to me because like we've talked about in this episode, like I haven't, I, I don't have an income currently like at all. I have a couple of side projects that are generating like some income, but not a ton. Right. So, um, I own an agency on the side called the last cartel, uh, lastcartel.io. Um, and so with that, we had a contract that was going to go for about four, right? No, about $5,000. Yeah. Right around $5,000. I was going to hire somebody to help me with it, um, to do some moderation and stuff like that. It was social media strategy, which I do a lot. Um, well, I should say fairly often. And so with that, we were going to do help with an app launch. Um, and so what happened is they didn't sign the contract, <laughs> uh, which as you can imagine, having one just come out of surgery and have like an $8,000 like hospital bill. And then two, um, like needing a source of income was kind of a big hit for me. Um, I mean, not, I'm not by any means like starving or anything like that by, by no means listener. So don't worry, you don't have to send me food. But like it definitely was a it definitely was a hit, and so like the fail for me was just not getting that contract ultimately. Like, um, and they gave it to somebody local who ha- does not have the same experience that I do by oh, any means. Bummer. Um, and it wasn't like it wasn't like a, a cheap thing or anything like that. It wasn't like a price thing or anything like that. It was just a they gave it to somebody local, which to me feels like a fail. It was it was a fail for me. So I mean, I get that it feels like a fail. Yeah. If you don't mind me stepping in here, no, no. no. But how would you say that you failed? Me? Yeah. Personally, I think I didn't clearly display my value enough to them. I think it's a value thing more than anything else. Like, I didn't clearly display, like, how valuable my services could be that I was the only partner for them to make this, you know, app launch successful. And I think, like, that's that was the ultimate failure. The value prop in The Last Cartel, they didn't see the value proposition in The Last Cartel. Um, And I think partly, to, to dive in a little bit more here, like, I think partly of that, partly of that, partly because of that, whatever, was because of, it was a friend of a friend, kind of like recommendation type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't like doing that normally, like the recommendation thing, but it's also an easy way to get money and get clients coming in the door. Mm-hmm. So I said yes. Um, but I think part of that, I should have been more formal in my process, um, that I was not formal in the process of like, oh, hey, it was more informal because he was a friend of a friend type of thing. And I should have been more formal. So... Next time, more formal, really display the value proposition up front, you know, that type of thing. And I think you'll close some clients. So yeah. you got you got it. Yeah. That's great. Well, well that I'm was sorry. I'm sorry for the failure failure, but it sounds like you took away a really valuable lesson from that as well. For sure. Well and same with you. Yeah. Yeah. Learning yeah. things painfully. Painfully. Seriously. The hard way. Yeah. Every week. <laughs> We, All right. We do it so you don't have to. Yes. <laughs> Learn from our mistakes, please and thank you. All right. Well, I think that's it, right? That's it. Episode two. Woo! High five. All right. Uh, Well, you can find me. My name is Adam Evers online. Uh, It's going to be Adam Evers at uh, Twitter and AdamEvers.com. Yep. And I'm BreakTheTwitch.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Anthony Ungaro. That's O-N-G-A-R-O. Yay. Until next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.